Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Whether you're strolling through a magical bamboo grove in Kyoto, Japan, or learning to make pizza in Naples that you'll go on and try to replicate at home a thousand times, you're building special memories that will last a lifetime. That's why people love Viator. It's a website and an app that helps you book almost any travel experience imaginable, ranging from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's truly something for everyone. Viator's traveler experiences also have millions of real traveler reviews. And when you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Fill your next trip with unforgettable memories. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey parents, did you know that Easter is super early this year? It's on March 31st. I need to get it together, which means I need to go to Lakeshore Learning. If you didn't know, Lakeshore Learning is the go-to store when shopping for all the kiddos in your life. They always have the best toy selection, and this Easter is no exception. I'm torn between getting the Fairyland playset, the remote-controlled robot, or the travel camper, which comes with a built-in kitchen, a fold-out grill, and even a dog. Yeah, I'm getting the camper. Plus, everything is designed by teachers, so you can feel good knowing your kiddo is learning a little something, too. Visit lakeshorelearning.com and get 25% off using the promo code LOVELAKESHORE. Or stop by a store and mention this ad. Some restrictions apply. Again, that's 25% off with promo code LOVELAKESHORE by visiting lakeshorelearning.com or visiting a Lakeshore Learning store near you. Hoppy shopping! The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of the Bitch Bible Podcast was brought to you by Thrive Market. I love me some Thrive Market. On top of everything else, they now sell wine, okay? Do you know that the FDA can legally add up to 60 chemicals to your wine without disclosing it on the label? Thrive Market has a highly curated, uh, organic, clean selection of wine delivered right to your door. I'm giving you guys 25% off your first order with my special link. Please go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible and order everything you need today. Hello, everybody. Welcome. You guys are going to be so happy to know that it's not just me and the voices in my head talking to myself this week. We actually have a guest because dreams do come true. I sit down with Dorit Kemsley and I got to tell you, I loved her. She is warm. She is honest. She is open. I went to Beverly Beach. There was bedazzled hair clips as there should be. So engaged. So fun. Goodbye, Kyle. I mean, could you just, was that good? I think I just like fucking busted my trachea on that. Also, I'm like a few drinks deep. It's 11 p.m. I'm supposed to be in my second REM cycle, but you know, like a workhorse never really quits. Also, I would like to say before we get into this episode that... We are relaunching the bitchbible.com. So if you guys want a little extra, you probably don't. You're probably so fucking sick of me at this point. God knows I am. We are having a little Sunday scripture. So every Sunday, straight to your inbox is going to be a 
you know, severely bitchy, curated, hashtag on brand, hashtag influencer adjacent. Not really, but um, just like a little one sheet to kickstart your week with some words of encouragement, some bitchy thoughts and proverbs. Is that how you say it? Proverbs? I'm a Jew. Kill me. Um, And it's going to be really, really fun. And it's starting this week. So if you'd like to get a little extra bitch fix straight to your inbox on a Sunday, Sunday fun day, uh, go to thebitchbible.com and subscribe to our newsletter. And you know what's like so bashir? So we were meeting this morning, um, me and my new coordinator of bitchiness, Jack. And we were talking about the newsletter and the direction. And all of a sudden fucking like eight blacked out matte Teslas roll up to Erwan where we were meeting this morning and fucking Kanye West fresh out of his Sunday service with his choir in a Yeezy sweat skirt. And yes, I said sweat skirt. It was a pale yellow cotton sweat skirt, just fucking pop an air one and start having a post-service breakfast. And I was like, oh my God, buh shared. Is this getting insular? Maybe we cut this out. Maybe we don't. Anyways, enough about me. It's not about me, but do go to thebitchbible.com and subscribe because the newsletter is going to be steamy, sexy, and sticky. Let's talk to Dorit Kemsley, shall we? As you can tell by that intro, I've clearly been partaking my spirits, but lucky for me, I use Thrive Market and I buy all my wines from them, so I won't have to wake up tomorrow with a raging, raging headache. Now listen the fuck up, because I know you bitches be thirsty, I be thirsty, and this is fucking important. Do you know that... Wine is not regulated by the Food and Drug Administration, so wineries are under no obligation to share what goes into your bottle of wine. And according to the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau, 60, that's six zero chemical materials can be legally added to wine and are not required to be printed on labels. That is fucked up, okay? Because these processes do not align with Thrive Market's core beliefs, they partnered with a team of passionate winemakers, farmers, and sommeliers to launch an exceptional clean wine offering. There's no added sugar or unnecessary additives. It's curated by a master sommelier. This wine is the best in the market. Plus, Thrive Market cuts out the middleman, so you're buying everything 25 to 50% off store prices, and you don't have to brave the German-fested aisles of a gross-ass supermarket. I have gone to so many markets and struggled to find clean, organic wine at a affordable price point, and Thrive Market has changed the game. On top of that, I'm giving you guys an extra 25% off your order and a free 30-day trial. So you need to go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible load up your carts, okay? You guys can get meats, seafood, uh, household products, groceries, wine, everything you need, plus 25 to 50% off store prices, plus an extra 25% off. What are you doing? Go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible immediately. You guys, I am sitting with Dorit Kemsley in Beverly Beach. I mean, I'm living my dream right now. This is fantastic, and I love it here, and I'm going to move in. Thank you. You're welcome. I have wanted you to come on this podcast a really long time. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. So this is a safe space for you. You should know that we're all very team Dorit. Wow. And I'm not just saying that. Because people get scared to come on here because, you know, I do have, like, a casual reputation for, you know, verbally abusing people on reality shows. Nice. 
but you have always gotten a pass in my book. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you, baby. It's true. I'm not joking. You can like do your research and you will not find a damn thing. You check all the boxes of a good housewife. Wonderful. So you are in the one or 2% that has always supported me. I don't think so. <laughs> I, by the way, self-deprecation, you check that box. Right? Luke's, yeah. you check that Aww. box. And you've given us a vocal performance. Yes, I have. I did. For my I husband, mean, of that course. That in itself is just... Honestly. Hello. So, I'm so over this fucking dog. Ugh, you and me both. I mean, it's ridiculous. I it's know. It's just enough. And we were talking a little bit earlier. It is... It's, it's worse than just insinuating something. It's about a dog. It's about an animal. It's sketchy. It's snaky. And it's damaging. And friends don't do that to friends. Totally. They don't just make up blatant lies. And they don't directly try to sabotage a friend on camera on camera for the world to see like what and it's right so obviously at this point in the show it's not about the dog anymore now right. it's about a friend who is skillfully crafting a storyline that kind of takes you down Yes. Well, her aim, I suppose, was to take me down or create a storyline. I'm not really sure, but um, she may have won in one regard because it has become a storyline. But I think that uh, there are enough turns and twists and really she looks like she's stuck with her hand in the cookie jar. The thing is, too, if you are on a show like this and you have had a problem historically with meddling with the press, with planting stories, with manipulating storylines, and every single housewife on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she has had an issue with every single housewife. The only common denominator is Lisa Vanderpump. That's a very, very clever perception. <laughs> That's, by the way, you're not saying that. I'm saying that. That is yeah. my perception. I have always, always said that since season one. Mm. Little too crafty. Does she have any long-term girlfriends? Mm, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of either. And we've never even met, but mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so obviously it's not about the dog anymore. At what point in time did you, like, did the red flags go off where you're like, holy fuck, this bitch is trying me. You know, I, I knew from the beginning, I suppose, when it was brought to my attention in the Bahamas that there was conversation at her place. That's right. simple because I know that Lisa has full control over what I call her Vander Puppets. Mm -hmm. And if they're talking in her place, she's not blissfully unaware about it. No, she's way too smart, way too crafty. She is. She is. And that was a notion. And then obviously, you know, there's a lot of things that came to me in evidence. And and then, you know, I drew my own conclusion, partly based on the fact that I know this woman. I know what she's capable of. And, you know, the other part is instinct. Right. And I've got a great instinct. Right. And it was very interesting. I love Teddy Mellencamp. She comes on the show a lot. I think she's cool. I think she's normal. I think she's sweet. She got caught in a little bit of hot water there. But overall, I think that Teddy is someone that is very trustworthy. She's very accountable. And you guys kind of had a rough go. And you still uh, believed her, which says a lot. Yes. Well, you know, Teddy came clean. Right. Um, I approached her. She threw her hands up. She apologized. Yeah. Heartfelt apology. Yeah. And I choose to, you know, I chose to accept that apology and I will always choose to try and work something out as opposed to stay angry. For sure. And this was something, you know, when she looked me straight in the eye and said, I'm sorry. And I did this. It's like, okay, you're owning it. 
It's right. a lot different from what I was getting from Lisa. Own it, baby. God, I love Lisa Rinna, too. I love she Lisa Rinna. Like... <gasps> she kills me. She's so funny. She's cool. She's cool as fuck. Her dancing. I her, know. I mean, I, I can't. I can never get enough of it. I, I want to watch her dance all day long. I know. She's goals. She's she, serious goals. She's <laughs> fucking amazing. She's like the right amount of crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yes. like in a fun... Uh, aware type of a way totally i'm loving the season so far i would like puppy gate to end and i think it's it's nearing it the does end, yes it? it does it's it's really like you said it's no longer it's never really been about beautiful little lucy it's no. always been about you know friendships and betrayal and unfortunately it's gone on a little bit longer than most people would have liked but i think we're nearing the end of that thankfully Right, and then and Lisa's departure is next week, isn't it? Soon, yeah. It's soonish. It's definitely in the next couple of episodes. I mean, she stopped showing up, so she's no longer in. She's probably got another couple episodes, and then she just she's gone. What are you going to do if she shows up at the reunion? I think she should show up at the reunion. I think so, too. I really do. I think she's got, you know, I think she should. I think she should look us all in the eye. Um, Don't she, be a pussy, Lisa. No. Love I mean, Jackie. She, right, right. <laughs> I mean, she's still, from what I understand, you know, under contract. And I think the rule is if you don't show up to the reunion, you're no longer coming back. So that will say a lot about, um, you know, what she would like to do for the following year. But I think at this point, uh, I would like the opportunity to look her in the eye and, you know. Girl, you got to get that manila folder ready. I know. My that receipts. folder behind the pillow. I've got the receipts. I've got the receipts. Yes. Good. Good. I, I love welcome that her you. showing up to the reunion. Okay, good. Me too. I would really <laughs> like to watch that as a viewer. Um, let's talk about your fashion, okay? Because that's one of my favorite things about you is that I think that you give such an aesthetic to the show and it's always fun to see I mean what all of you guys are gonna wear but in particular you and Erica like really bust a Luke yeah she's a my fashion girl nasty Luke yeah I love it I mean even now you're wearing your clips like I'm so fucking excited I need to go get some <laughs> clips immediately um are there any outfits that you've worn on the show that you're like holy fuck what was I thinking no oh I love that no Great never I've been asked that a few times three years on and no I can honestly say no What's your favorite? Um, goodness, you know, I have so many favorites. I love fashion. I love to play. You know, it's part of, I, I enjoy it. So yeah. putting together various things, anything from really, I mean, if I'm dressed down, you know, running around with my kids with jeans and a t-shirt mm -hmm. um, or, you know, dressed up and going to a beautiful party in a dress. I've just launched this new athleisure line with Beverly Beach. So yes. I've been living in my Beverly Beach. Yeah, I've been living in my Beverly Beach leggings and I've been dressing them up and dressing them down. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. How do you dress up an athleisure look? Because I dress like a homeless person most of the time because I just go to Pilates <laughs> and then I just like go about my day and eat in my car and like don't give a fuck. It's so easy then because the thing is you can go to Pilates yeah. in your leggings in your crop top yeah and you could throw a pair of boots high heel boots in the car so okay. if you do decide to go grab a drink with your husband throw that on in a leather jacket and there you go dressed up i'm like literally gonna do this for you and i'm gonna tag you in it i'm gonna wear my pilates clothes with a high heel and a jacket and i just want everyone to, we're gonna do a poll love it but you've got to do beverly beach athleisure beverly okay. beach leggings of i'm course. gonna send you some please send me some because i really am an athleisure queen i love it queen i keep like the pilates socks on and then i like think if i put some fur Fendi slides. I look cute, but I don't look cute. <laughs> <laughs> I look 
like not well in the head. <laughs> it's like, like a little bit fashion victim, yeah. fashion faux pas. Okay. It's so not cute. And I'm like, I've got a weird scrunchie thing. It's it's a whole. I, I love a scrunchie. Who doesn't love, I love a scrunchie? I'm scrunchie. So, I was so happy when scrunchies came back. I hope they never go out because I Ever. love me a fucking scrunchie. So with you on that. Yes. You don't get the dent in the hair. No, it's amazing. You put it on your wrist. You always oh, have it. I so know. It's so cute. It's like so cute. peach pit adjacent. Yes. Um, how did you and your husband meet? A lot of people want to know the story of oh, Dorit and PK. Dorit and PK. The stars were in line. And, you know, I really hate to sound cheesy, but we were we met when we were supposed to meet. We met in a restaurant bar one night in New York City. I had a business dinner that night and he was coming from somewhere. Neither one of us were supposed to be at this place. Uh-huh. And we both ended up in the same place. And by some stroke of luck, we were forced in a crowd, like pushed to one another, forced to just be talking to one another. And we had some mutual friends. Um, I had lived nearby where he actually comes from in London and I was engaged to a where guy. Where does he come from in London? I live part-time in London. Do you? Mm-hmm. Where do you live? Notting Hill. Oh, that's beautiful. Great area. Yeah. He's from East London. Oh, the okay. East, East End. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, but yeah, so we just started talking and then the rest is sort of history. You know, it all unfolded after that. Did you ever have to give him an ultimatum to get married? No. You didn't? No. Well, we, I had Jagger before we got married. <laughs> Oh, okay. So well, he sealed that deal very quickly. So Jagger was the ultimatum. <laughs> yes, it's a big joke with us because I had two fiancés before my husband. Really? And I was like the runaway bride. Wow. So he was like, nope, nope, not taking any chances. I'm going to knock this girl up so she can't say no. Good for him, <laughs> by the way. Yes. A lot of times it's the opposite. You I know. You got to baby trap him. I know. No, no, not this one. But I knew. I think we both knew. Three or four months on, we both knew that... This was something that was forever. That's so sweet. Really? And then what happened with the other fiancés, though? Because I'm always puzzled by that because I can't imagine getting engaged to someone other than my husband. I know. Like, it's so intimate. And then do you have an engagement party? Do you register? Oh. Like, how far do you get into an engagement where you're like, no. I know. Well, the first one he had asked three times. I kept saying no. And then I said yes. And I knew really after I'd said yes, that I wasn't going to. So I never did the engagement party. I just kept postponing. Good Second for you. one, I had an engagement party in London and in the United States. Oh, wow. You really went for I it. I went for it. And yeah. that was like torture. And after that, I just thought, you know what? And two great people, great people. I did right. give the rings back because I'm a big ask. believer of that. Yeah. I, for me, I just thought, no, I need to give it back. Totally. You know, clear. Agree. Especially when I'm the one who's, who's leaving, you know? Oh, yeah. If that fucker c- called off the engagement, I'd be like, no. No, bro. I'll keep this. I'll keep this. We're trading in <laughs> yes. something else. Thanks yes. a lot. Yes. No. Um, and then I just took a break. I took a break from dating and I had my own company at the time, uh, Dorit International. I was doing swimwear and resort wear. And about a year and a half later, I thought, oh, you know what? I may be open to the idea. And then I happened to meet my husband. Wow. And it was like, oh my God, this is it. Oh, I love me some Dorit Kemsley. PK, I wonder if Dorit and PK use Quip toothbrushes. Um, Let me talk to you guys about Quip toothbrushes real, real quick. First of all, unless you're living in 1985, if you use an electric toothbrush, which hello, you should be, we don't need the bulky charger stand. We don't need the cord. Like 
Hello, it's 2019. Quip toothbrushes are absolutely amazing. They're fashion forward, mine's gold, super cute. Plus, I don't know about you, but I don't remember to change the brush head on my goddamn electric toothbrush. It's just, it's not in my brain, okay? I've got too much too much housewife's trivia flowing through the brainwaves. It's amazing because every three months you get a battery, you get a new brush head, you don't have to charge it. It's easy. It's portable. You can take it with you when you travel. It doesn't take up a lot of real estate on your vanity. Also, I'm giving you guys your first refill pack free starting at just $25. If you go to getquip.com forward slash Bible, you're getting your first refill pack for free with the Quip Electric toothbrush. I love that it has a timer. So every 30 seconds, it gives you a little zap. So you know when to pivot so you can keep your smile pearly and white and gorgeous. Everybody. It's like the only electric toothbrush, like you should ever be using like beyond. So once again, go to G E T Q U I P.com slash Bible buy yours today. Get a gold one. We'll be matching. So, um, we were talking about your love story with you and PK, PK and Dorit forever. Um, and I would like to consult you as a married woman on some dating and relationship advice. Great. How do you get someone to propose? I always say an ultimatum is necessary. Mm, you know what? I guess I come from the place where if he doesn't want to, why do you want to get him to? Oh. You know, I don't think huh. I want... <laughs> <laughs> for me, I'm, oh, maybe it's, I just feel like, do I really want to marry a man that's not super keen to be marrying me? Right. But don't you think that men in general need a little bit of a kick, like a kickstart, like a little ignition, a little flame. Maybe I'm just saying this to make myself feel better because like my husband's obsessed with me. I was going to say, did you have to push your husband? Kind of. I mean, we had, we talked about it. We knew we wanted to get married. And then I just looked at him across from dinner one night and I was like, when the fuck are you going to propose? But you knew he wanted to. Oh yeah. So he didn't really need a push. So I think that if you know he wants to, then it's merely a discussion. Like, okay, when are you going to do this? Or hints. I just, I I, I think, yeah, I think that just for, you know, marriage is difficult, you know, and it's, it, it is, it's, thank God we are married to men that we're supposed to be married to and we have yeah. great marriages and that's wonderful and that's yeah. everything, but it doesn't come without its challenges. And I think you don't want to enter into a marriage already where there's like pull from one side or the other. For sure. You know, so it really should feel like it flows and it's meant to be or, or, or should be. Right. And if it's not, give it up, move on because you want to be with the one that you're supposed to be with. Marriage is difficult. Sometimes I wake up and my husband's just breathing a certain way while he's sleeping. And I'm like, I fucking hate him today. I'm like, why are you breathing like that? Like literally everything. He follows me around the house sometimes. And I'm like, why are you like, why is there six inches of clearance between Mm. us all the time? You're fucking following me. Personal space. Like what happened to my personal space? Why are you doing that? I know. My husband cannot be in another room without calling me. Dorit, Dorit, Dorit. I'm like, oh my God. I, like, I just brought you a coffee 30 seconds ago. Oh, my God. Does like, he ask just, you, like, 800 questions a day? Because that's what A I million questions a day. And when I'm not with him, I mean, my phone is buzzing right now. And oh. I guarantee it's him calling me repeatedly, knowing full well that I'm doing a podcast and I've got press today. But I, no question, I've got, like, 75 missed calls from him. Oh, yeah. So, no, I totally get it. I, yeah, he's very codependent. 
oh my God, my husband too. I'm like, what the fuck would you do if we weren't married? Like, what, how would you get around? How would you like live your life? No. He's like, what should I have for lunch? I'm like, do you think I give a flying fuck what you're going to have for lunch? Well, I'm not eating with you, but you can't even decide what you fucking feel like eating today. I know. I know. Men uh, can be helpless, helpless little babies. He's so, I mean, he's so cute and he's perfect. I, I know. I fucking murder him sometimes. That's love, baby. Yesterday. That's love. I mean, I was menstrual and I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I could ice pick this motherfucker quick how do we feel about prenups i think when it's necessary there's no problem you know and there are times where it just makes sense would you sign a prenup um well i didn't sign one i mean pk didn't really have all that much when i met him so Mm -hmm. he had a ton of money and then lost a ton of money yeah and then was working his way back up when i met him so he was still, and I really got on that train and helped him start to grow again. Right. So, bitch, that shit is mine. Totally. <laughs> totally. By the way, I always say that because the secret, I mean, I met my husband when he was kind of struggling and trying to get into music. And now I think that he correlates his success with my partnership. Mm, well, And yeah. he never asked me to sign a prenup and I would have fucking died if he asked me. I'd be like, oh, really? 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 That's hilarious. Hard no mm, for yeah. me. No, I totally get that. And I think in other circumstances, because I, I do have friends that, whether it's the male or the female that comes from a lot of money and a lot sure. of assets and, you know, it's just putting some protection in place. Sure. I think it's okay. I, I agree with you. I think you. it can be fair. I just think that sometimes there's a little bit of added protection you need to put in place. You don't think it's a bad Kenahara? I don't. Okay. I don't. I think you can do I it love respectfully. That you know what means. Of course, I know what Kanahara means. No, what, am I saying it right? <laughs> Kanahara. No, Kanahara, you are. Baby. You are. I drop a lot of Yiddish on this podcast, and no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. I always know. Fabisana punam. Oh, it's the best. It makes punim. so much sense. I know. Fabisana punam. I say fabisana about like someone like um. Oh my god, who do I always say is fabisana? Actually, I can't say it because she listens to this podcast. So I'll okay. tell you later. You Ten. know, like the girl in the corner who's like cold and tired yes. and has a sinus infection year-round yes fabissina full fucking fabissina um oh we have a guest at beverly beach yay (laughs) come on in there are deliveries there are outfits coming in and out of here i thought there was a cake i know there was not too i know it's just like it's bleeding fashion in here i know beverly beach everywhere and now we've got accessories too so you see bags you see candles towels everything around you got a golden fucking locker i was stressed out about what to wear today but then i just like you look so cute jackie i do you do you look really cute bust it out once in a while i have really great clothes i just don't wear them really why you've got a great body i mean i wear them sporadically but like sporadically big word um i'm camille (laughs) hi Um, (laughs) pernicious machiavellic um no during the week i'm just like a homeless girl and yeah, then, but you're comfortable. I'm comfortable. Listen, I live out like in Calabasas. Like it's the look out there. It's very Yeezy adjacent. Everyone totally. dresses like a homeless person. <laughs> you go to fucking Erwan, you don't know if like someone's Bill Gates or like a literal homeless person. Yeah. 
So it's fun. That's kind of cool. Kind of, I like to they blend. blend. In. Yeah. <laughs> Very non-ostentatious. Do you have to give back the gifts from your from your international engagement parties when you call off a wedding? You know what? <laughs> we never had any gifts. Any party, Elegant. I know. Any even at our wedding, I had everyone do donations at the wedding. Um, and I thought we about doing that for about three point five seconds, and I was like, <laughs> "Nope." I really would like the rose gold Cuisinart <laughs> <laughs> and Missoni pillows. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Now that I'm thinking about it in hindsight, what was I thinking? By the way, we should mention Dorit had all of her gifts donated to charity, charity donations. Exactly. Hello. We do a lot for charity. Thank you. Hello. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Okay. You're welcome. Yes. Um, <laughs> just, it should be said. That is so funny. I know. Okay, We've so- donated a lot to animal rights activists and, and activism no, i can't even speak i um, get what you're saying you see what i'm saying yeah it, has PETA been on your ass no oh thank god no they i haven't. have been but i haven't been checking don't check yeah PETA. they are some nasty motherfuckers let me yeah tell i mean listen you know there's there's nastiness out there i Ugh. mean there's nastiness on social media it's the you could you know i tend to stay away from it do you allow comments on your photos or do you just i do and for the most part i would say you know, there's a real positive, beautiful, loving, you know, comments. And those, I mean, I love the block feature. I mean, oh, I, that's become my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't really try, I don't pay attention to those that are coming in with comment just to put you down or say something Bunch negative. Bunch of fucking losers. Like, goodbye. I wouldn't, like, it, it's so ridiculous. The troll mentality, I will never understand. A, you don't know the person. B, you get a warped, edited version of a story. C, you're a motherfucking stranger living totally. off in Arkansas. Totally. Fucking your cousin. I know. Nobody cares what you think, In your dirty underpants in your basement. Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> get a fucking life. Get a journal. I would never, in any circumstance, circumstance feel a need to message somebody that I don't know and like honestly give him a run for my money honestly I know no it's terrible I you know I I hate to actually see it because I know that a lot of people a lot of celebrity types they they do have to deal with it and I think that that's the real shit part of it and I I know it comes with the territory you know I'm a big girl I understand but um it's not the nice part that's for sure Teddy must be getting it pretty hard too right now. I think so I think so she's definitely become accustomed to the block feature <laughs> yeah as you should i mean you don't you guys don't need that it, to a degree obviously you sign up for it but like when you're getting one side of a story and it's edited and you can't and lots of times you guys can't break that fourth wall no that's the whole problem i know you can't break the fourth wall you can't give away story you have to let things play out oh that's the would, nature so of the game it's difficult it's difficult you know I you're would... you're sort of fighting with your hands tied behind your back but you know when you're in a situation like I'm in, right. you know that the truth will prevail. For sure. You know, and that is the most important. And then you also have this feeling, you know, I have nothing to hide. You know what I mean? Right. It's unfortunate and the storyline's unfortunate and um, the ratings are through the roof. So, so we there like you go. <laughs> Silver linings. And now you have this gorgeous office with yes. like palm trees and marble and everything. I know. I'm very excited about this office. It was a shell. I walked in. I thought, this has good juju. I want this to be the first Beverly Beach headquarters. And so I put my stamp on it. And I work with a fantastic designer, Matt Sanders. And we made it Beverly Beach-centric. 
Yeah, it's perfect. It's very fun. I feel like I'm on vacay. Yeah. Oh. It's very, very nice. Thank you. So what can we see or what can we expect for the rest of the season with you? Once Lisa leaves. Yes. Well. Dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Any like fun trips coming We have up? a lot of great trips. Um, we go to Hawaii. We have a camping trip. We go to Ooh. Provence at the end of the season. You guys go camping? We do. We You're do. You're a Jew, right? I am. Me too. Jews don't camp. I know. I was well out of my comfort zone. We did enough time in the desert. Like we don't need to fucking <laughs> camp. I swear to God. One of my best friends who's single and like super cute, like such a catch. I was like, what kind of girl are you looking for? And he's like, you know, I just want someone that like wants to go camping. And I'm like, you know what? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you your first prerequisite is a bitch that wants to go camping. No, no. we got to strike that off the list. Yes, I know. Oh, Boy. Bless his heart. And so maybe he needs to date one or two and then figure out that that's not exactly. But then again, I mean, I will say we had a fabulous time. It was Teddy's idea. Uh, well, I can imagine. Yeah, it yeah. was Teddy's idea. She does go camping and she's got one of those RVs. Oy. I know. You have so, to drain your own shit. I, oh, my God. Yes. I mean, I don't know firsthand, but I, there is like a pump situation. And then you have to like, you have to like plug it in the floor and then you have to drain it. It's Oh, my cute. goodness. No, thankfully, we didn't have to do any of that. Oh, but good. we were in the RV, six housewives. We went. Um, it was actually we thought it was going to we were going to rough it a little bit more. Yeah. But it was more like glamping kind of. Is there even such a thing as glamping? Well, I think, <laughs> you know, it, you're... We slept in wooden tents, if you will. So that's okay. as bad as, as, yeah, high-end camping as you can get. Outposts. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Did you have to go to the bathroom in a hole in the ground? No. Okay, you had a toilet. Like, proper restrooms. Okay, so that's fine. Yeah, you it was cool. That. It was totally... It was fun. It was actually really fun. We, like, cooked our own dinner. We sat by a campfire... It's a really, it's, it's a great episode. I'm looking forward for you guys to see it. Oh, that'll be really fun. Yeah. Um, are you friends with any other housewives from any other franchises? Um, you know, I met a lot of the girls at Andy Cohen's baby shower. Oh my God. Which that was baby epic. shower. Holy fuck. Lisa Renna. Are you she kidding me? She was amazing. I amazing. know. I know. She is epic. She's really, she took that baby shower to a whole other level. <laughs> yeah. But I met a lot of the other women for the first time. Uh -huh. A lot of the girls from Atlanta and Dallas and Jersey and New York. And it was great. Um, you know, I, I text back and forth and we follow some, me and some of the Atlanta girls we follow on Instagram. Right. Um, it's difficult because, you know, there are so many franchises and, you know, you're yes. kind of a part of a family. And bitches be crazy. <laughs> yes. Too much estrogen is, you know. A lot of estrogen. A lot of estrogen. It's very, very true. Oh, my God. What was I going to ask you? Oh, okay. Here's a question. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Who do you think is the worst dressed housewife? Because I'm going to give my answer. Oh, I want to hear yours. Okay. Of all the franchises, I think Orange County in particular needs a little bit of a refreshment. Mm. It's painful. It's white white capris and like primary color tank tops and like Tory Burch chain necklaces and just like it's really really bad Gina from the Real Housewives of Orange County bless her frosty eyeshadow wearing heart oh my god but she needs every it's gotta we gotta get a she reboot she needs some help she needs a little bit of help and I feel really bad because I'm pretty sure she follows me on Instagram so I'm really sorry but oh. I'm not but I'm doing her a favor mm. um that's my that's my person I don't know if I can 
say who I think is the worst dressed. Yeah, you um, can. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. Yeah, I, I thought I'd just like throw it out there and see if it landed. <laughs> if we had cocktails, I might be able to get you to say it. Possibly. What about the best besides you, of course? I think Erica's great style. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love it. Her and I definitely sh- share that common bond. Yeah. We've got an appreciation for fashion. She calls them costumes. I I love that. I know, which I think is so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, you know, she does. She puts an effort and she enjoys it. And, you know, we, we kind of bond over that. Yeah. No, I mean, you guys definitely, definitely bring it. So is anyone on the cast speaking to Lisa at this point? Um, well, I think Camille is ta- talking to her. And you I and think Camille so. had a bit of a yeah. ish. Yeah, we did. We had our moment. And then we came back from that moment. But somehow we're back <laughs> at that moment. But that moment I didn't realize. We're back. I mean, it's just it's, it's again, you have to watch. Camille makes quite uh, an impression this season. <laughs> that she comes in hot season one, Camille? I think, I mean, I didn't know season one Camille. But Pernicious. from what I understand, yes, yes. She didn't bust out with any good big words damn it but she did come out with some other uh doozies now the moment that i fell in love with you really is when you um dropped the c-bomb at dinner because i use that word often mm. i like that i just said c-bomb by the way who am i, I say i said cunt like eight times in last <laughs> week's episode and i was like oh god and every time i said it it stung less and less mm. i'm trying to bring it to america you know in london it's not really a bad word i know well that's why i mean i hear it so much because my husband says it when I first heard it many years ago, I was like, oh. right. and then you just, you do, you become numb to it. Yeah. It's almost a term of endearment in a lot of countries. <sighs> I don't know about that, but I, mean- <laughs> but I will say it does feel good saying it. I'm not sure it's become a compliment yet. <laughs> like maybe I just get called it so often that I take it as a compliment because like all my best friends are like, oh, you're such a cunt. And it just doesn't, I don't think it's that bad of a word. I, I think it depends who's saying it. I think the intent and like clearly when you said that, it was a joke. It was totally a joke. And it was a funny joke. (laughs) Not for some. (laughs) In my humble opinion, in my valuable opinion, I thought it was funny. I think I need to come on more often. I think you should. I really like you. I really like you too. You found a safe space here. Yeah. This is a safe podcast. Yes. Some people get very, very scared. Like I said, Sheena Shea was the only person that ever gave me a list of things I couldn't talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talked about them all. She also gave me a 20-minute heart out because she had to get her nails done in Azusa, and that is not a fucking lie. <laughs> I just Do you like that I said that while we weren't recording, and then I just made sure that I got it in there? I fully understand your intention there. <laughs> I totally saw it, witnessed it. I mean, I'm glad I'm here to witness, bear witness to it. That was pretty good. Thank you so much. Maybe I should be a housewife. I think you should be. Would I, you come on? No. Oh, please. I could maybe be like a friend of, but yes. I would be such a great housewife. Yes. And it, my life would turn, like, it would go into shambles. Mm, well, no, I doubt it. Or I'd be too crafty because I've watched it for so many years. I, you know, I could be like LVP 2.0. Okay. Not really, because I'm like very authentic mm. and genuine. And I wouldn't do anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about Beverly Beach. Okay. Because we're like, you know, in the Mecca of it. Yes. Where can everyone buy it? Where can they find it? What's your favorite styles? Well, Beverly Beach by Dorit.com. Um, I love the Teddy and the Denise that I've just launched. I love the neon colors. Yeah, me too. We've got the neon lime green, crimson pink. The marlin blue is ribbed fabric. It's amazing. We've got uh, cover-ups that go with it. 
I love the Brayden, which is a, a shorts and hoodie. Cute. Very sporty, very cute, very fashionista. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the Camille, which is the net fabric. I've got it in three colors. Whoa, so you I even know. named something, I something did. after Camille? I did, even Camille. I know I've got an LVP. I mean... Are you going to discount them? No, I won't pull a <laughs> Kylie Jenner. I, I won't do that. Say. But um, no, listen, the show is one thing, and the show is the show. This is business. It's yeah. totally different. And they're just names. You know, they're just styles, and they Use have some Use promo names. code CUNT for 50% <laughs> off the LVP and Camille swimsuit at beverlybeach.com <laughs> beverlybeachbydorit.com can you imagine how funny that oh would be oh my god that is funny that is funny it's, i know i mean it's just an don't idea don't make me i mean maybe if i get pushed really to a certain place you know i might snap okay po- post reunion there's yes. just a big discount big promo sale code. big sale oh it's so funny I have a long-term history of bullying uh, companies to sponsor this podcast, and the most recent bully sponsor is Rothy's. We all know that I am a sneaker queen. Also a low-key philanthropist, Rothy's have the cutest, cutest, most comfortable sneakers, and also they're made out of recycled plastic water bottles, so turtles don't come after me. They're also machine washable, so you can be stylish, sustainable, comfortable, washable, all in one pair of shoes. It's like Cinderella 2.0. If you want to be cool and you want to be matching... All you need to do is go to rothys.com, enter my promo code Bible. I absolutely die for the tiger print sneaker. I love them. I also have the plain white. They've got like a cute little electric blue like tab on the back. They're so easy to keep clean. They're versatile. They're stylish. They go with everything. I love a sneaker and a dress. It's summer. It's festival season. We need comfortable shoes. I mean, these shoes are unfucking believable Oh, and you can wash them. Are you kidding me? Okay, so I'm giving you guys free shipping, plus there's free returns and exchanges on any of your Rothy's shoes. Trust me, you're not going to want to... Sorry, I can't even speak. I'm getting excited. Trust me, you're not going to want to return them. Go to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com. Enter my promo code Bible to get your new favorite flats or sneakers and free shipping. So we talked a lot about fashion. Are there any fashion trends that you absolutely love and that you absolutely hate? Well, you know, I love a biker short. I love a biker short. I love a biker short. And I did. I included that in our Beverly Beach Athleisure. And I love wearing my biker shorts. Mm -hmm. I wear it with sweatshirts. I wear it with a a dress top. I just think it's a trend that's not going anywhere in 2019. Bike shorts, guys. Yes, yes. Listen up. What about something that you just hate and think it's like disgusting? Um, I'm not into culottes. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. uh, if a culotte comes my way, I'm like, oh, no, can't do that. No, no, no. No, I love the revival of the 80s and the 90s. I can jump on that train all day long. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun with that, and I don't think that's going anywhere. I think the neons are big, massive. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited about that. Um, uh, but no, I'm not into a culotte. No. Um, I'm not into, goodness... I'd have to really think because I, you know, I am one of those that, you know, I like, I like trendy, but I like it to, I like to make it my own. So right. I may not wear something the way it's intended to. 
you know, because I like to play, you know, it's a creative space for me and it's easy and I have a lot of fun doing it. You come from a place of yes. Yes, it's true. To quote the one and only Bethany Frankel. Ah, It's a book title. I I see. Why do I know these things? I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) (laughs) So embarrassing. A place of yes. Okay. So we're not going to wear culottes. We're going to wear bike shorts. I'm into that. Yeah. And we're definitely wearing crystally hair clips. I need to get crystally hair clips. Yes. You know, I love a hair piece. This actually, um, my friend and my, my hairstylist and dear friend, Justine Marjan, Mm -hmm. this is, um, my kitsch. She came up with a whole range of hair clips and they're so fun and they're so easy. So I'll have a pony in my hair and I like to keep my pony for a couple of days. Yeah. You have like these little baby hairs that come down. Oh yeah. So I just like slick up the baby hair, stick in a clip and it's cute. And, and functional. Yeah, and sparkly. Let's and talk I, about your hair. Yes. I want to talk all about your hair Let's because I'm do it. fascinated. Ask me anything you want. Fascinated. This I've is never worn hair. a wig. This, well, I've got extensions in. Well, duh. Who yeah, doesn't? Exactly. Well, actually, I don't. <laughs> Not today. Not today. I, I've never worn a wig. You've never worn a wig? Never worn a wig other than a $40 wig I wore at Halloween when I was Chopette oh, and my right. husband was Carl Lagerfeld. Right. Other R. than R. that, this is, um, it's, you know, it's hair extensions, it's pieces, yeah. things like that. Uh, when I do super short, I'll braid up the back uh-huh. and then put some extensions in the front. It's just magic. No wigs though. No wigs. Wow. Everyone thinks they're wigs. They're not wigs. Because just the range that you've given I us, know. one would only assume that there had to be wigs going on totally. because you just, you cover all the spectrums of the hair rainbow. I know. I know. It's wow. a fun space for me. No, I like to I do love it. it. I like to do it. I like to do head to toe. So I'll choose an outfit and then Justine will come come over and I say, let's play, you know, I love the crimpy side pony. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved the visor. I'm like into the whole thing. Oh, I was I like, I need that. to get a fucking crimper, <laughs> but I have a Jufro. So like I, my, I'm limited. You can do anything. I can tell you honestly. Really? Yeah. Anything is possible. This shit's about to fall out. Like <laughs> any, it's like a Brillo pad. It's like a Jewy Brillo pad. Oh my goodness. Product. Product, Product and professionals. And, and like, professionals. Because you don't even want to know what this really looks like. It's but you look very cute. And you know what? Thanks. When push comes to su- shove, yeah. off days, I throw my hair up in a little tiny top bun, and it's easy. Scrunchie? A scrunchie. Game changer. Oh, my gosh. Beverly Beach scrunchies. I know. By, with, Next. by Jackie Schimmel. We'll do a collab. Love it. Um, what about the bangs going to Vegas? I feel like there was... Faux bangs. Faux bangs. Faux bangs. Clippins. Faux bangs. Oh, my God. Yep. Really Whenever op- I do bangs, they're always faux bangs. Okay, so I need to get some faux bangs. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yep. Dorit, come back any ta- damn time you'd like. Thank you, Jackie. It's been fun. Thank you so, so much. Where, uh, where can everyone follow you and buy all of your beautiful things? Definitely go to beverlybeachbydorit.com. We've got a lot of great products there. A lot more to come. Very excited about this year. Stay tuned. Beverlybeachbydorit.com. Beverly Beach, follow us on Instagram. And I'm Dorit Kempsley. I love an alliteration. I really do. Beverly Beach rolls right off the it fucking does, tongue. It does, doesn't it? It really does. And make sure that you watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Obviously. Obviously. On Tuesdays at Tuesdays, 9. Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Look at me. Pro. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jackie. This episode of the Bitch Bible Podcast was brought to you by Thrive Market. If I told you you never had to walk into a German-fested supermarket ever again and you were getting everything you could ever need in your household for 25 to 50% off plus an extra 25% off with my code... Would you do it? 
Yeah, you would. Go to thrivemarket.com forward slash Bible, load up your carts and get some clean ass wine because you're going to need it after this episode.